Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover Him and find purpose today. It is my honor today to have my dear friend Skylar Linderman with me uh, on Anchored today. We are just going to get right into this uh, I don't know how long we're going to go. We don't. We don't know how if this could be one or two parts or whatever. But um, Skylar, it's good. To, good to have you here. Oh, it's an honor to be on. Um, I'm, I've met Skylar, I guess, in 2017, and uh, just really, really have a connection. His heart, yeah. his passion for for the lost, and just to um, just to see people saved and uh, to get changed and discipled is just. It's our heart here too, and, and we yeah. just uh, we just. We just look forward to our time always. Amen. Uh, to share. I think there's a lot of times we could just sit around and record and, right. and let people share uh, in that and be good. Um, but there's there's something that, that uh, we were just talking about yesterday that really hit me when we were praying that, um, you know, there's a thing in America people say, and I don't, I don't know if this is around the world, but, um, you know, fake it till you make it. Right. And um, it's kind of a, a slang term used to, to say just – you know, don't be transparent. Don't be real. Just um, bury what's inside of you, and just kind of push on through every day. Right. And uh, I'm sure there's that kind of thing around the world, but maybe not. Maybe not said in those words. But you know, and I, I believe I said I believe it was Steve Hill, the the evangelist of the Brownsville revival, used to say, "The moment you get real with God, God will get real with you." Right. And I've adapted that because I believe it's true. Amen. You know, the the moment we get real with God, He gets real with us. Um, and I want to read a I want to read a verse from Jeremiah, two verses actually, Jeremiah seventeen and verses nine and ten in the New Living Translation. It says, "The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds." And then in Galatians six and seven, it says, "Don't be deceived. God is not mocked." For whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. Um, but I just I want to look at the the point, and I, I believe the first thing I really want to talk about, Skylar, is because I know that that you had a point, probably several points of realization, right? But a point that that you got real with God, you finally got real with God. I mean, right. you were living. I know you were living in in uh, like two lives, right? And you were trying to fake it till you till right. you made it, right? So to speak, and and not being transparent, but trying to live two lives and uh, appear one way, but yet bound by addiction, right? So, what was your point? What do you believe your was your point that and and how did you get real with God and start to break the deception in your life in the beginning? Yeah. So, uh, actually, I, I'd entered outreach ministries of Alabama and. Um, I was very. I was coming off of drugs. I'd been bound to drugs for 12 years, and I was in that hospital room. And there was one of the the men there, one of the counselors, um, and he spoke into my life. And he looked at me and he said, "You need to make a decision, basically, because you're not going to make it if something doesn't change in your life. Like literally, you're going to die. These drugs are going to kill you." And that that really struck me that this is a there's a very good chance that this is my last chance. Uh-huh. Uh, so that morning on January 4th, 2016, I, I said, Jesus, I'll do anything you want me to do. I'm not going to play church games anymore. I'm going to get real with you uh, no matter the cost, uh, no matter where I got to go, um, no matter what I have to do. And, and I was set free in that moment. Um, never had a drug craving since that moment. 
Um, but as life progressed, I realized that I had a lot of deception in my life. Actually, I did not realize I had the deception in my life. I was a manipulator. I, I would make things go the way I would want them to go. Um, I knew what to say. I knew what to do to make things go the way I wanted them to mm -hmm. go. Um, and praise God, I had men of God in my life that were mentoring me and discipling me um, that spoke into my life. Um, some things, some different things happened, and I was involved, and I was very deceitful. I didn't outright tell any lies, but I was very deceitful um, and, and I allowed deception and I was allowing sin to take place uh, there in the men's home. And they brought me in uh, to the office and they told me exactly where this deceit will take me and if I did not deal with it, um, that it would destroy me. Um, and so I laid in my bed that night. Um, I, I got harsh discipline. Um, but I was broken, and I did not want to be deceitful anymore. Mm -hmm. I was tired of being deceitful, so that was another moment where I got real with God, and I went to one of those uh, counselors, a great man of God, and I said, I don't want to be deceitful anymore, but I have no idea how to do it. And I would have done anything he asked me to do. If he told me to go out in the street and do the splits, I would have tried to do it because um, right. I, I was not going to be taken down by deceit. So I, uh, I did whatever he told me to do. He got me to write down every lie that I had ever told the best of my memory. Um, and I began to search my heart, and uh, I found out that a lot of bitterness within my heart would cause me to be deceitful. Um, I don't know the verse off the top of my head in Proverbs, but it talks about a hateful heart have lips of deceit. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so I, I was saying that there was even a, a deeper root problem, but the, the key was that I came to a place that I'll do whatever I have to do to deal with this issue in my life. That's that's great. I mean, I think we're talking about something that not a lot of people talk about. Right. Maybe it's not popular um, because what you did is what we all have to do. I've been there myself. You, you have to humble yourself when right. it comes. Uh, you know, when, when people expose our blind spots in our lives, whether it's a spiritual father or mother or a mentor in our life or a pastor or whoever is our leadership, um, when they expose that, it's like turning the light on first thing in the morning while it's still dark out and and it's it's abrupt right. and we squint mm -hmm. you know our eyes close and we squint and it's hard for us to see and when someone reveals an area in us that we've we've we maybe know is there maybe at times we we realize i, I used to realize even how good i was sometimes at getting my way mm -hmm. by manipulation or by right. deceit and not not thinking it was bad, it more or less was a coping game to me right. in many ways to get around uh, to get around things. You know, with with uh, addiction comes lies, it comes covering up. It, right. it, it, you know, and we learn we learn things that are unhealthy and ungodly um, to do with deceit. But I love your heart in that, and you you did what everybody I've seen out there that needs to do that wants to make it right is you have to be willing to do anything. To get right. free of it. Right. And uh, God will give us the recipe. Right. Yeah, and sometimes the uncomfortable thing is that you have to do something you've never done before. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you're going to stay the exact same if you keep doing the same things you've always done. And so if you want to find change in your life and to find something new, you're going to have to do something you've never done before. And that can be a very scary thing, but it's also a very humbling thing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that when they brought me in the office that day that actually Ken Pounders spoke into my life, he said, 
it's out of it's out of first peter five if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of god then god will exalt mm-hmm. you at the proper time and i found out you do not want to be the one that exalts yourself right. to a position or try to promote yourself but humble yourself serve others love others and god will put you where you're supposed to be at the right time right and that's you know that's that's the thing we humble ourselves god exalts us right when we're deceiving other people we're exalting ourselves right um we're and and i think there's even in this this hour there's so much worship of intellect and right and you know that that people feel that they're smarter than other people and they therefore they deserve a different life or that you know intellects their god to the point right. where and they don't want to they don't want to admit they're wrong right they don't want to admit their mistakes they don't want to admit they could ever not know anything you know that they know everything and right and that that know-it-all mindset really doesn't wash if you really want to stay anchored to jesus right that you know i, I know one time i was praying at the beginning of the year and i shared this before here but you know, I, I try to start off uh, several times a year. Always the first of the year when I do a fast, I start off like, God, I just want everything to be new. I don't want to grow right. stale, but I want it to be like I never knew you. Like yeah. I'm just starting out. And and one time he spoke to my heart and he said, you know, that's good because a know-it-all can't grow at all. Wow. And um, I'll, I'll never forget those words. And I've taken that into leadership and with, with um, raising up people. When you have somebody that's a know-it-all, they won't grow at all. And there's no way to stay anchored with yeah. that kind of mindset. We have to, I'm a lifelong learner. I don't ever want to know it all. I don't try to pretend I know it all when I preach or teach or anything because yeah. we're all growing together in this. But when we hunt, when we continually humble ourselves before God, we don't have to worry about him getting us in the place we need to be because he'll exalt us right. and do season to the place right. that we need to be. And, with the the theme of staying anchored is one reason I do this podcast is for people to stand. I do this radio program because I want people to stand. Right. If you get exalted by yourself, you can't stay there. Right. You can't. You you don't have enough character and integrity to keep you in a position. Right. And to withstand a battle or to stand, you know, in a ministry in three three decades in a place or four decades or right. five decades, you you have to. There has to be places that you constantly humble yourself, but also you receive correction or instruction. Right. Um, I always tell people, you know, if you can only receive suggestions, but you can't receive instructions, then, you know, your independence will keep you from being exalted into right. the place where God really wants you. Right, right. And I, I was just reminded of, in James 4, it says that God opposes the proud, uh, you do not want Almighty God, Creator of heaven and earth, to be opposing you. Um, nothing's going to work out in your life. But then the next statement, he says, he gives grace to the humble. He gives his his empowerment, his presence. Um, he he's for you. He he'll make things go even in your favor uh, when you humble yourself um, before him. And and you don't want to go to a place that God didn't put you like like you just said and and I believe when we come to that place of humility and and we find everything in the person of Jesus uh, he puts us in places we could have never imagined right. and and it's way better than we could ever imagine um, he's good and he's faithful yes. and he will sustain us and he will keep us anchored to be able to stand but it comes from a place of of humility knowing mm-hmm. that it's him that has to do it, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, for sure. And I believe that's that's just such a key that when we ever think that we're doing it in our own strength or trusting in our own strength, then we're you know 
it says take heed lest you fall. You know, right. somebody it's lifted up in pride that we should take heed lest we fall. Because, um, and it, it 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 happens again and again and again. It's a simple it's a simple thing, but it's again in our flesh it's hard to do sometimes. Right. And uh, you know, I know there's people out there today probably. You know, they've humbled themselves and they maybe they feel like they're not getting there fast enough or they, right. you know, God's not doing things fast enough. But God's not on our timetable. Right. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But, right. But God will prune and develop and um, he knows the amount of fruit we're going to produce. Right. And he wants it to remain. Right. And uh, where I've seen so many people that are gifted, very gifted, but they're it's it's very it's like a lightning strike. Their season is very short, right? And then their character doesn't keep them. And right, man, if we if we don't if we don't live in a world now that needs to see people to stand, right, regardless of what goes on around us, it's it. it I think this is our time, like never before, to stand with character and integrity and to stand. And and for leaders to be able to stand, right? People want Paul said, "Follow me as I follow Christ." Well, following Christ is not for a month or a year or two years. It's a it's a right. longevity thing, right? And so when we when we allow, um, when we humble ourselves and allow people to speak into our lives or allow God to deal with us, that's the way to stay anchored. That's the way that we make it, right? You know. And again, we've talked about something that maybe isn't talked about all the time but needs said right uh, especially if we want more meat of the right. word and uh but to me i wish somebody would have had a talk like this with me in the very beginning amen me too because there was a lot of trial and error yeah and a lot of a lot of god having to you know it's so awesome people hate judgment the word judgment but when god judges us it's always to bring us back to mercy right you know, it's not to destroy us. It's to, right. it, it, and that's that's the way correction's supposed to be in our right. lives. When people correct us, it's to bring us back to a place that that we're uh, exalted by God. Amen. And so I just pray today, everybody that listens to this is affected, and I pray today that if if it's you out there that you're struggling in any area, I pray that today God would touch you, that this word would bring bring hope to you and help to you. And uh, and dealing uh, with things in your own life, and that Jesus would be exalted, and you'd stay anchored to Jesus. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.